Yo, 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 yo. Um, Tommy Runs here. This is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. This episode is with an awesome person. Um, I, this is her second time on the show. Um, since this episode, shamefully, too long ago, um, when we recorded this. So please uh, ignore any of the non-evergreen parts of this conversation. Uh, she has been on the, on the podcast twice. Uh, she was going through an injury. And uh, I had just got over it and was just kind of trying to figure out where things were landing and what was next and all that stuff. But um, I think you already know who it is. I mean, at this point right now, she is the fastest women's marathoner in the country, uh, all-time record, uh, Kira D'Amato. Uh, she also loves Oreos like I do. Um, we're both against mega stuff, so please don't ask. Uh, anyway, so we, this was a really great episode. We talked about balance, life, all that stuff. We actually talked about Santa Claus and if he, you know, were on bad times, you know, would he steal stuff out of the house? You know, it got really serious. Um, so please bear with us in that conversation. I mean, I know it's rough. It's it's a really delicate conversation, but you really just need to just open your mind to the thought that, you know, mystical people, beings can also have you know, just bad times, you know, and we should be there for them. We need a hotline, stuff like that. It, But we talked about running, too, a little bit. Um, but, I mean, she's she's a cool runner. But, I mean, really, there's bigger conversations that need to be had. And we had those. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is an episode with Kira D'Amato. She is awesome. She is grand. Um, had a chance to meet her recently in person, person. So that was awesome, awesome. And uh, check it out. This is the longest intro for no reason. Here we go. Run, eat, sleep show hope you like the episode subscribe yeah yeah subscribe what's up everybody it's tommy runs and this is the run eat sleep show episode number 60 i'm not even i don't even know what episode it is right now like i literally just finished running um life is life you have to do what you gotta do so sorry i'm late we are here today's guest is a return guest to the show um the first two people that have signed on uh is her and then someone that she knows very very well so um, I'm very excited to see these two names, um, Leanne and Kira. Kira, how are you doing today? I would like for you to join me. Please send a request so I can let you be on the show with me. Um, then we will start to see who is cooler because apparently you're saying that I'm cool and I don't think that I am compared to you. So we'll have to have a conversation about this like level of coolness. Um, but today's guest is Kira D'Amato and she's been on the show before. It was a really great time. I actually planned on having some props with me um don't even know if i'm gonna be able to have that happen today but we're gonna talk about some of those cool things that she used to do uh with some cookies that i like very much um hey. how are you good good good, good. um angle. yeah you gotta get you gotta, yeah angles angles are everything so how's everything going things are good good things good. are good orange shoe collections going strong in the background no i'll see that's like that's deceiving because only one of those is orange actually what? just just this one is orange like these are like some variation of like reddish and these are pink i like you see how like i'm like i'm used to this like so yeah that's you, good you can you, like have a side weatherman you like yeah so <laughs> yeah no i don't i don't want to talk we can talk about weather because i've had some really bad bouts with weather lately and like all my races in the last 
all year, pretty much, except for April. I had really bad weather, so yeah, I'd be a crappy uh, meteorologist or whatever. So, um, you really like these shoes, though, right? The vapor flies. Yeah, I like those. Those are definitely my faves. So, yeah. so just random question. So, do you like? Are you are you a Vaporfly gal over an Alpha? So up until this point, I've raced in the next percent, the Vaporfly mm-hmm. next percent. Yeah. But I've been doing a lot of my longer tempos now in the Alpha Fly. Okay. And I think I'm gonna start doing more work in those. So I find the next percent I can get in and out of paces a lot easier. So when I'm doing track workouts and stuff, mm-hmm. or like quicker pace stuff, I'm always in the next percent. Yeah. But I've been doing tempos, and when you lock in in the Alpha Flies, you like lock in. So okay. Uh, I'm doing, I've been doing a lot of long runs and a lot of long tempos and I'm, I really, really like them. So I think I might be leaning towards the alpha flies for my next marathon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause hopefully in your next marathon, you're not really going to be changing pace as much, you know, like you're not going to no. be, you know, Where, when's your next one? Where? I'm going to be doing Houston, Houston yeah. marathon in January. So I'm like five or so weeks out. All right. Well, yeah. So you're you're pretty much locked in. So we're we're gonna see alphas on your feet. So that's good. Yeah, I haven't. I've never run in alphas. Like I've I've had four pair of the of the Vaporfly so far, um, but I just never thought I was an alpha guy. So we'll have to see about this. I uh, I got them and they first felt like so comfortable. I'm like, how can yeah. these be? But like when you put them on and then you go run as fast as you can, like you just don't get tired. Like I'm like sprinting, like just seeing when like my legs are gonna give out. But they're awesome. They're really, really awesome. Well, I'm just gonna so, say that I would probably like, on our shoe. My legs would much. Well, my legs would probably get tired quick, more more tired quick than yours. So you you're you're a different benchmark than me because you're you're way faster. <laughs> um, so I am out, and then we can talk about it. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to welcome you to the show again. Thank you so much for having you on, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody that's on here right now is here for you. So it's not like they need to really introduce you, but Kira D'Amato, how are you? Uh, Kira is a Nike athlete. Last time you were on the show, you weren't a Nike athlete yet, but now you are, and you're loving it. Um, And you are the 10-mile record holder uh, in the U.S. and a marathon of 222 and a half marathon of 67.55. So... You are much faster than most people on this on this thing. And why are you so darn fast? Great question. And I'm going to put an asterisk next to your introduction. It was a great intro, but yeah. you missed World Boulder. So my 10-mile record is good. World. So we got we to be putting that in there. All right. But I right. uh, run a lot, and I really like running. And uh, I have a really great coach that helps me build me up slowly but I, yeah. I have no idea man i'm just i'm here for the ride i'm having fun with it and uh yeah, i think so, the more fun i've been I think the faster i've been running so i think there's some correlation there too yeah so i guess just talk to me about that because i don't want to you know like do the whole like, backstory you know because i think that you know so many people like last time um maybe not everybody really knew who you were and they you know, should have but now they do um but like one of the things that I've noticed about you for sure is is you, that fun aspect. I mean, you really do seem like you're having a lot of fun out there. Um, and there's a couple other runners right now that are kind of embracing that same vibe as well. And just like, you know, running's supposed to be fun and we're supposed to like this thing. Um, how have you, how have, as you've been getting, you know, deeper into this like faster pace thing with, you know, being a professional runner, um, like what, how are you staying fun? Like, how do you, how is it hard for you to kind of tap back into that or is it just come natural? 
It comes natural. I think for me, like, first, well, I don't know, first and foremost, but one of the most important things to me about running is that, like, it's my space in my day. And I'm, like, a busy mom and a wife and a realtor, and my husband travels a lot. Like, my life is pretty chaotic. So, like, carving out that piece of time for me is just a big luxury. So I really enjoy it. I run with, like, my flip belt fanny pack thing. I have my phone in there, listen to podcasts and music. And, like, like clear, you know, it's just space for me, which I really love. So I think first and foremost, like that little space in my life, I think is really important. So I really look forward to that time. And then, um, you know, I found that I'm really competitive with myself and I've been really like into that grind and seeing how many miles I can do at first and then seeing how fast I can do those miles and kind of just, I don't know, kept on snowballing and growing. But, um, and for me now, like winning is fun. Winning's been a lot of fun. Like I didn't necessarily set out to win it was just like to see how fast um how fast i can go but i'm having a lot of fun just with (laughs) with everything so so like how how is that i mean because i mean things are getting a little more serious like on the business end of things you know for you obviously um like so how has that been tough to i mean because you are very competitive and you have been you know winning you know winning races um, is it was it a hard transform like transformation to you or like switch over from just kind of seeing what you can do to really having to you know feel like you can compete because you are you know you go you know, some of these races you go to you're kind of expected to be you know right there if not winning so has that been tough for you to switch over to? Uh, I think it like was really really gradual for me because like I've been putting in the work and like really coming back hard since well I had my daughter in 2016 mm-hmm. and then I started this major comeback not in- <laughs> intending to come back to or to be where I am now but it was just a really really slow so like the first goal was just like run a whole 5k without walking <laughs> yeah. you know and then it was to try to break like 25 and then 20 in the 5k and the goals just kept on getting like bigger and bigger so like for years i was showing up to races just trying to like win my age group or yeah. be the top like female at a local race and so it's like it slowly grew and grew so i think like the pressure came just i don't know slowly along too so i never felt like it was too much and by the time that i would win my age group i was on to the next challenge you know all of a sudden that wasn't good enough anymore and it was on to the next um and suddenly then it was to try to qualify for the olympic marathon trials and when i did that that wasn't good enough you know so i kept putting that bar just a little bit or that carrot just a little bit further ahead but um yeah, yeah, so, so for, I don't so know. For, you know what? I don't really mind the pressure. Because here's the thing. I get to a race. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to do well or not do well. And that's fine. You yeah. know? Like, I'm going to go home to my family and kids. They're not going to know the difference. You know? It's not going to change any other part of my life. So, I don't know. Like, I'm okay also, like, putting my goals out there, too. And if people know that I fail, that's okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, I'm here for it. Yeah. It's like you're here for the whole experience. Like, yeah. So, when lose or draw let's get it going so like for you know for the people out there because i mean i hear you and i mean everything seems to it's it's like a i'm not like a cinderella story but i mean it kind of is in a sense where you're just like just at first you're just trying to get out there to see what you can do and then next thing you know it's not next thing you know that you put a lot of work in between you know then that 5k it's not stopping and now obviously but um like for those people out there that are that you know aren't going to go from you know 5k trying to finish to you know a professional runner for Nike, like what is your advice to those people that have goals and 
they're trying to keep it fun because I mean I'm not as fast as you at all and I a lot of times I get so serious about like you know that PR or like BQ or something like that um but some, sometimes like the fun gets taken away from it. it's like so how do you find balance in like goals and fun and keep it you know lighthearted for us that that won't make it to like getting a check you know what I mean yeah, you know, I think, like, it's really important for you to be your own cheerleader and celebrate just even, like, small victories. So, like, for me, when I set goals, it's like, okay, what's my, I call them, like, short-term goals, like, medium goals, and long-term, or my Mount Everest goal. So, like, the short-term goal, like, what can I do today that's going to set me up to be the most, the best runner? And sometimes that's a day off, sometimes, and sometimes it's running easy, sometimes it's running hard, but it's like, what is my goal for running today? And then, what is my goal for, like, this week or this month, or, like, what am I building towards? And then, kind of the Mount Everest goal is like at the end of the day what are we what are we doing this for like what's your why my Mount Everest goal is like my why Mm -hmm. like are you trying to hit a Boston qualifying time are you trying to qualify for Olympic trials or like what is are you trying to run a whole half marathon without walking at all you know whatever that huge Mount Everest goal is have your why but have those small little things you can do along the way and you're congratulating yourself you know like um I say this like kind of jokingly but very seriously when I was first training for the marathon mm-hmm. I say this all the time I was on the root beer float training plan that if I ran 10 <laughs> miles in a day I got a root beer float you know and like that plan isn't going to work for everyone 10 miles is a lot and like you know other people don't like to put food as reward but yeah, for me but yeah. got me going right that's what got me out there and that motivated me yeah. in our like root beer float so I really yeah, it's like every it's like, single day pick something you like it's a it's a fast track so i don't recommend that build up slowly but the point is just kind of make it fun it's whatever motivates you but i think just like congratulating like seriously the first day after i had my daughter i waited what four six weeks to run i went out and i was like i'm gonna run three minutes just three minutes yeah. three minutes without walking i made it probably 90 seconds i stopped and i cried and i walked home and i'm like okay that's all right we're gonna try again tomorrow tomorrow you get three minutes you know so it's like just be patient with yourself you know and and i think that i don't know it's it's we all want it now and i think it's really hard to just be patient with yourself and when you have an off day that's okay like Mm -hmm. it's an off day we'll try again tomorrow but i don't know i'm talking in circles here tom no it's it's fine (laughs) it's fine i'm gonna actually change the name of the show to talking in circles um (laughs) that's good (laughs) it's not a bad name it's not a bad name um, nobody, if you heard that, it's it's already copywritten and whatever, <laughs> patent, trademarked, all that. Um, so, yeah, I I feel like it's like those those small wins are really are as a really good really good advice because there's so much that you know like if you're competitive with yourself at all, it's it is really hard to like see those little small wins because you just want so much more, especially for some of us that like may have been like this certain shape. You know, like we must have been, we might we were more fit like two months ago or a year ago or two years ago or back in high school or whatever it was. It's just hard to like bring it back together and then realize that like, hey, it's okay. We're, you are where you are today. You know, like sometimes you just have to just meet yourself where you are, and you can be upset about it, but some you just have to figure out how to get past it. Right, and I think there's part two. Like, so. I don't know. I think whenever you're coming back from a break or something, just clear clear the slate, you know, like don't compare yourself to how you were before. Like I, 
I think part of the reason why I've been successful in this like act two is I until until recently I wasn't comparing myself to act one. I erased mm-hmm. all those PRs. Yeah. I set new PRs. So when I ran out in the first five K, I think it was like twenty four something that I did. Yeah. I was celebrating like you see all of those pictures. Like I won the Olympics. Oh you know, I just wrote, broke twenty five minutes, and that was like my new PR. You know, so I think like keep it fresh and just just be easy on yourself. You know, and it. It's like the secret to running is there's no secret and it just takes time and consistency, you know? So I think if you can be patient and kind to yourself, it, it goes a long way. But yeah, I mean, I, I, if you could just like bottle your, your attitude up into like into bottle form, I think we would be, we'd, we'd be, we'd be making some money. You know, every, just t- <laughs> take a sip every now and then you'd be good to go. Um, well, drink in circles. How we'll call it that? That bottle drinking in circles. Drinking in circles. Yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> that could be that would be like a show that needs to be like on YouTube live, and like, you know, like people will people will start getting a little loopy at the end of these things. Um, exactly. But like so, you know, so with this, you know, with this positive attitude, um, yeah, we we already we're gonna we got to take this offline. We got to figure this out because there's some money to be had here, Carrie. Circles line, yeah, yeah we got that. We got a whole circles line going on, um, but like, so you know, obviously, you know, you've, you've always been known to everybody knows you to have like this, you know, this great attitude and you know, really picking yourself up pretty quick. You know, be upset for a moment, but then realize that other things are, you know, you just got more goals and just kind of keep pushing. But you know, 2020, 2022 was a tough year for you. You know, in not going to the Olympic trials and all that other stuff. So. You know, because I, I wanted you on the show, and you're like, you know, I just want you, you, you did what Kira would do, is say like, hey, you know, I don't want to be on the show right now. I want to let people have their shine and mm-hmm. focus on something else. Can you just talk to me a little bit about like last year and how that whole thing worked out for you? And we'll get back to the comeback. So we'll get to the comeback soon. Of course. And one thing too, like, whenever I'm gonna answer your question in a second, but you made me think of something else. Talking like, in circles. In 2019, I felt like I was in similar shape to 2020 and had all these races I felt like I just wasn't like hitting it I wasn't breaking through and in each one of those races like no matter what my time was like I'd be a couple minutes off like I remember I wanted to run I think I ran in one 71 or 72 and a half and I ran like 73 or 74 and I left that day being like I'm in 71 72 shape like I didn't show it today but I'm talking this up as like a 71 like half marathon we're moving forward you know and now i'm going to start training for 70 so i think that like you know just like keep moving forward and whatever you need to tell yourself but like i've had so many of those days that haven't gone and i'm like well that didn't go exactly right but i feel confident that you know this is what i was going to do so let's just pretend like that's what happened today and let's keep moving forward Mm -hmm. but um yeah this year was was pretty rough and it was a little bit of a roller coaster um like going into track i was real excited to compete for an opportunity to make a team in the five or 10k and i didn't even make it to the starting line because of injury and that sucks and um you know and i learned my lessons i figured out what i needed to um (laughs) just like i just read something and it just totally distracted me yeah like is is this like an inside is this the thing that you've said before or something i have no idea what that's talking guys talking about right now okay um there you go but so that was that was like really really (laughs) rough but in my head it's like okay let's just again like let's just pretend like it went through like 
you know, you went through and you ran those times that you thought you were going to do. And, um, I took a break, I got healthy, I learned what I needed to learn. And then I just got back and started slowly building back up again. But, um, yeah, it sucks being injured. It really sucks. Yeah. And I think it makes like, for me, it makes me want it more, you know, because now all the small things that it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, these are the things that's going to keep me from sitting on the bench again. Like, yeah. I don't want to ever be injured again. So I'm going to make sure I'm doing all of these things to make sure I never get back there again. And I feel like really grateful now to be back and healthy and running. So um, I don't know. I think that's a good way to be. Yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> what is on with all know. of these yeah there you go there, is it gone did i say something wrong I'm no like, i think i think from? i think i think it's like i don't know what it is but it's one of those things i don't know um okay. but yeah so yeah so you know so after so how so what was how what was the comeback like for you i mean because i'm definitely not you know, expected to do what you do, you know, out there. But in 2020, I had an injury that took me out for like three weeks. I mean, three months, uh, three and a half months or so. Um, and I know how, like how I felt about it. And, and I started to do all the things that you said and all that stuff. But like, what was that like for you? Um, having such a great time before that, you know, um, and finding your way back to, you know, what we're, what we're looking at just the other yeah. day hard like it really tests you you know like your mind goes to some crazy places when um when you're injured you know and um coming back like I had lost a lot of fitness so like my I think I started running again maybe mid-June or maybe mid-July or so but like July and August and most of September I remember being just like totally average like I wasn't near where I was running last year I was finishing these workouts like I had just tried so hard and I wasn't really seeing that feedback. And like, I remember in 2020, I felt like every workout was the best workout of my life. And so coming through in like July, August, September, just, I just, you know, kind of like Des London. So I just kept showing up and the results like weren't really there, but I knew I was putting in the work. And I also, it was really hot and humid in Richmond. So I knew that that wasn't giving me any relief. And then finally, like, I don't know, like 10, 12 weeks into training, everything started to click. And it was like a week or two before Chicago for me that I finally was starting to see that progression and that progress. And every week was getting a little better. And I think, unfortunately, for Chicago, it was a little bit too early in the kind of that training block for me. Yeah. and, you know, typically people don't open up their season with a marathon. Yeah. But, um, but what Might as we well. Did, yeah. And since I think it was like so early on and I didn't have, you know, the whole um, training block on my legs, I recovered really quickly from that. So we're like, okay, let's just pretend like that was our season opener right, and let's right. keep it rolling. So I think it's about six weeks after Chicago, things really started to click and I started seeing um, the same fitness that I was seeing at the end of 2020. So that was real exciting. And going into, I ran the Richmond 8K and mm-hmm. then the Manchester race and yeah. then the half, the USATF half recently. Yeah. I'm like, and, um, I'm seeing, uh, just a lot of progress. So that's real exciting. So, and so when it came to the injury, um, like, I know I had like this feeling of like for the first, I mean, it would take a long time for me to, to not like think I felt it. Like, so do you still, did, did it, did you deal with that for a while where you just felt like, you know, is this going to be the day? Um, and how did you work through that? Because there's so many of us that have little injuries that we're just so worried about, um, and don't know how to proceed. Yeah, I think for like a few months after, like, I don't, I think 
sometime in November is when that fear went away for me. Mm -hmm. So like, and I, I mean, I was first injured in like March or April and I got healthy in like that June, July timeframe. So I had like months of feeling like, okay, like, is this the straw that broke the camel's back again? You know, but, um, but my coach is like, you know, we're past it. You fix the strength issues. You're doing everything you need to do. I'm doing a lot of prehab now. Um, a lot of like PT and a lot of other exercises and stuff that, um, I've really added a lot of that in. So I think that we've corrected it, but it's it's just terrifying, Mm -hmm. but I think you just need to be patient and make sure you're not building up too quickly. And, um, and luckily with my coach, he just like, he holds, you know, he holds him back. He reins me in a little bit and just, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I wish I had like the secret answer to all this, but like, just, you gotta keep you know, keep your head up, you know? Yeah. And I think it's one thing, one of the things, I mean, I is, is a coach. I mean, I think that there's, there's so many options for people now. Like, I mean, even if you're not like, if you're training to break five hours or six hours for the first time, you know, like maybe don't go spend, you know, $300 a month on a coach, but there's so many options of coaching out there that number one will just help you work through a training block, you know, in a healthy manner. But then there's also things like this where like, you by yourself would have probably drove yourself crazy and maybe even re-injured yourself just trying to not re-injure the leg or the foot, whatever was going on. Um, but it always helps to have someone there to objectively kind of talk to you about it. Um, right. So, how, like, how outside of that moment, like, how important has like coaching been to you in your life? I wouldn't be here if I if I was doing this on, on my own, like I, I am so thankful. My coach, Scott Rasco, like he is such an amazing coach and I really, I wouldn't be here without him. Like I couldn't get this. I mean, I can't, I get in my head and I can go crazy and I want everything now. And I just don't see things the way that he sees big picture and patience. And, um, yeah. And he can see things for me. Like, you know, those, you know, those common things of doubt, you know, when you're coming back, you're like, okay, this is over game over. (laughs) That was a fun run. Okay. That was it. And he's like, Kira, like give yourself some time. You just had some months off. It will come back quicker than you even think. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It's a mental game. No, yeah, I know. It's like it is a mental game, and like by myself, I'd lose that game terribly, like horribly. But it's like it's cool to like be able to reach out and say like, "Hey, this is what I feel, or this is what I think, or am I overtrained, or is this happening?" And well, and just accountability too, yeah. right? And then like you know, after every run, I like you know, I'll text and tell him how I felt, and then he sees trends that like I'm not even seeing, you know, because I'm kind of just pushing it off and. um yeah, I couldn't do this. I definitely recommend getting a coach and just someone to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could see big picture and not your day to day like struggle. But and uh, and back to the small, the random small win things because you, you know you said you talk to them every you know after every after every run to let them know how you feel and then he'll just kind of listen over time and then say hey well sounds like to me that you're you know, this is happening um, and so I was just thinking like. You know how sometimes we'll do like you'll do the same training block or another training block and you'll repeat workouts. And isn't it I just think it's so funny like how you'll do a workout and then like months later you do the same one and you never really give yourself credit for the fact that this one was faster than the last one. And we just right. kinda move on so quickly and you're in the moment and you say, I feel like crap today, but you don't realize right. that you've like had this small but big win and right. being faster and in all that stuff um but i just think it's like funny how how we are as like humans and runners that we just like it's just throw ourselves under the bus every time oh 
and that's fine. Like I try to compare myself week to week, you know, and not go back too far. Cause I'm a different runner than I was a year ago. And I feel like I'm a lot stronger than I was a year ago, but I kind of just look like, was this week better than last week? Like, yeah, I'm feeling better. The mileage was better, or maybe the mileage was lower, but my volume, my intensity was there. Mm-hmm. So, um, just try to get a little bit, you know, just put a penny in the jar every week or so. And, oh, thank you for the segue. So putting a penny in the jar every week, um, if, so, like, there's people, like, you're one of the people that I get, I get to talk to that, like, have pretty normal, like, life other than, you know, the fact that you go to, like, random races and win um, and then, like, break the tape doing, like, you know, like <laughs> Richard Nixon's <laughs> fingers. Yeah. Um, what do you, like, how is the balance for this, like, all this stuff? I mean, because if, if, if people don't know, like, you like, have a husband, you have kids, you do, like, contests, and you're, like, very family-oriented and you're a realtor and um you climb mount everest all this other stuff um i threw the mount everest in there but you weren't gonna she's like yep i did um okay. like how do you find the <laughs> is that what you did when you got to the top yeah exactly <laughs> um so like how do you find balance in that like, i mean because there's a lot of times you talk to like professional athletes and that's all i mean that's literally like they run eat sleep and repeat but you yeah. do run eat sleep mother wife you know, all that so how do you how do you do all this it um well first it takes a village like i have a really strong support system Mm -hmm. so i'm not like a one woman show at all i need a lot of help i ask for a lot of help i don't like asking for help so it's definitely out of my comfort zone but i found that um even when like my journey was just like i love to run rather Mm -hmm. than i'm a nike athlete now like i found asking for help my family like really stepped up because they saw that i loved it it made me happy like i get a lot of confidence from from running Uh, so that's like my first tip is like you can't do it all ask for help i feel like you know, I pick what's like most important to me and I put that in my day. Like when I'm like lying in bed, I'm like, okay, what are, what's most important for me to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And it's family and real estate and running, you know, and then most other stuff, like I just suck at, like, I'm really terrible at like staying in contact with my friends. If I have any friends on here right now, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I suck at that. I am, like, not the room parent or anything for my kids' schools. But, like, you know, I'll take a page from Yaya's book. Like, I'm not, I'm not the one, like, leading the charge. But when someone has a big sale, I will definitely bring something in. Yeah. So, like, you know, I try to be as involved as I can. But, like, I, you know, I, I pick and choose, um, you know, where, where my time goes. And I am selfish with my time and my family's time. And, um I'm trying to get better about setting like boundaries and everything with that. But, you know, and I think real estate for me, that career has been, I feel like 50% of the time it's super flexible and I'm doing my office work from my house at my, you know, at times that works for me. And the other 50%, I have a client that needs to see a house now because it's going to go off the market in three hours. So I have to drop everything and go for that. So, um, sometimes it's, it's super flexible, sometimes not as much, but, um, but yeah, I just have a village that that supports me, so I am very very fortunate for that. So are you are you a uh, like a morning runner after like nighttime or just whenever it happens, like whenever you can? I try to get in the morning. For me, the sooner you run in the day, the more likely it's going to happen. So every hour <laughs> that you delay your run, the yeah. less likely it's going to happen. Yeah. And then I also don't like running like 
at night or in the afternoon. I, I mean, when I double, obviously I run in the afternoon, yeah. but cause then your, your nutritional day, you're thinking of like, Oh, I mm-hmm. can't have this like big old lunch because mm-hmm. I'm going to run in a couple hours. And I know I can't eat that. Cause I'll get a cramp. So for me, I just like to get up, get it done. Um, depending on like what real estate stuff and with the kids, I'll either get up and do it first thing or I'll get the kids on the bus and then go mm-hmm. and run. But, um, for me, it's like, you know, when I first started putting running back into my life, mm-hmm. I think just framing running, it wasn't like if I would run tomorrow, it was when am I going to run tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So having those conversations, I think just saying that to myself, like, well, I have a home inspection from, you know, eight to whatever, and then I have to go do this with the kids. So yeah. when am I going to run? I'm going to run at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever I need to do. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't never run at 3 a.m., but yeah. it was just, <laughs> I mean, kind of, I was exaggerating a got, little bit there. I'm no, like, I've been early running on the treadmill to get it in when my husband's been gone, you know, yeah. or I, you know, ask for a babysitter to come over and help, but, um, you just get it done. You know, yeah. there's no magic. There's no magic. You just got it. You just got to get it done. So tread, so treadmill running. Um, do you, uh, do you listen to music when you run outside? Yes. Okay. And then, so, okay. I'm glad. Cause you do. I mean, I'm not, this is not, this is a compliment in a way. I mean, you seem a little, you seem a little crazy, right? So I figured maybe, yeah, kind of like, well, almost batshit. So if you, <laughs> if if you, I felt like you were gonna say no to music outside, and then I thought you were gonna go with the craziness and say no music on a treadmill. No, when I know I'm gonna have to be on the treadmill, I save up all of like my trashy TV shows, okay, and I all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh and then i'll fast or whatever so i save up all those tv shows yeah. that like i feel a little guilty watching like during the day or at night or whatever yeah. i'll save them all up save them for the treadmill longest so. longest run on the treadmill um uh, i think i've done like 12 to 14 miles i don't think i've oh i got you beat oh what is, wow. what's 16 Dang, yeah, and, and look, at, I'm, I'm like, I finally beat you in something. Um, <laughs> you beat a lot of things, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, and it was at Planet Fitness at that, so it's like, I don't know. It was pretty. Dude, bad. How many people like came on to the treadmill next oh. to you? And, that dude's still going, man. Oh man, no, like they literally opened and closed while I was there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I mean brutal. it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but like, yeah, it was a lot of people there, like that just were like. I saw a guy walk past me, and he like did a double take, like you st- you're still on the thing, and I'm just tr- I'm just trudging along, got my water, you know. I think employees gonna come over and like, let me show you where the off button is. So do you know? Not- <laughs> here, you can't be. That's right here. Just hit this big one button that says stop, and that will get you off. Of it's here. just like, and then I'm like, thank you so much. I didn't, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know how to get off of this thing. I just kept going. <laughs> Like, that would probably, that's hilarious, though. That would be like in a movie. Like, this guy, some guy's been on a trip all this time. He just didn't know how to get off, you know? This is not my story, but whenever I talk about Jim Treadmills, I have a friend. <laughs> his name. But one time. No, you he should was say on... his name. Nobody's watching. It's fine. No, I'm not going to say his name, but he saw a cute girl on a treadmill. So he's like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to run next to her because I'm a runner. I'm going to really impress her. Oh, no. So he's running. He's like a really cute dude. So he's running next to her. The girl like trips and then holds on to like the handle so she catches herself and holds on so but her legs are kind of dangling and it takes her pants off and then she let go to grab her pants and then she would fly oh. off oh my god so my 
friend, uh, she ran away. My friend did not ask her out or get a date or anything like that. that was but just the, thinking about, like, that can happen when you're on a That could happen. That could be you, too, you know? Wild. Yeah, that's... Uh, what was um, she... I, I don't yeah. know. So... I got a weird, so I got a, a, a weird one too, but I just had to talk about this. That was his time. Like, he, you know, like, you jump off of there and then you talk to her. Like, she was involved. Stop, I mean, you helped that girl. You up. helped that girl, you know? And he did, what did he just play it off and just run cool and just. Like, like, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Oh, man. He did all that. He's, he's probably, he's probably the reason why she fell. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. I don't even know, but that just makes me, like, oh, man, that makes me laugh for some reason. Yeah, Poor I'm, girl. He's okay, you know. No, I'm assuming hurt. she's okay. 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 Yeah. So she ran away. So that means she didn't. Hopefully, yeah. she didn't get hurt that bad. And so, yeah. like, I, my treadmill story is not as funny. But I did a race, and I was supposed to do a cool down, and it started raining. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this outside. I just did a whole race, and I'm not doing it." So I drove to the, I packed myself up, went to the to the treadmill just to get my like cool down in, which probably yeah. defeats the purpose of a cool down because it was 30 minutes after the race. Um, <laughs> And so, like, I thought I was cool because I had my vapor flies on still, and I just got, I just got them. First race, you're not supposed to run in new shoes, but I did. First time I wore them, and I'm on the treadmill. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna be cool. I'm easy. I'm a good. I'm like, I'm a fast guy. I took my, I was trying to take my shirt off, like my uh, hoodie, without like in my head. I just wasn't thinking without like while running, and then all of a sudden my shoe got stuck. <laughs> My shoe got stuck in the uh, like on the side, like so it makes this really loud like like car screeching noise, Cut, <laughs> cuts the the foam like all down the side. Yeah, I still have this. Oh, they're hanging up over here. But like, I just put some super glue on because I wasn't about to buy any more vapor flies. Like the shoes are fine. I feel you like know? in a moment like that, you're like, take my cap, just go take my yeah. new shoes. Right, like you could have done anything. And then it, there was the green ones when they first came out. And like Aww. it left this big like tire mark on it. It was bad. Like, and I tried to play it off. It was it was rough. You can make up a cool story with that when people are like, "Yo, man, what happened to your shoes?" You're like, well, let me well, tell you. Well, it it doesn't. Sure. Right. That, uh, it, it includes a it includes a Lamborghini and you know and some some crazy stories, man. Um, but yeah, so my story is not as not as good as like the girl with her with her situation. That's embarrassing. That's pretty bad. Like I had to ask, like, what was she wearing underwear? And he's like, Yeah, she was wearing a thong. You just you had you had to ask, like, I, I wasn't even thinking about that, Kira. Like, why? I was, like, <laughs> my pants came off. Like, yeah, oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, I feel bad for her. We gotta, we gotta. She's probably watching this. Yeah, if she is, please comment. <laughs> that you love to be friends with you. Yeah, that I, is. Yeah, like we gotta be friends. Um, and so to 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 take it. To go from there, I don't even know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> weekly, weekly mileage. What are you, what are you doing right now? What's, what's uh, you're, you're getting close to the tapering, maybe in what two weeks? Yeah, I think I'll do like another. I don't really taper too much. I find I do so much better just kind of running through it. Now right. my intensity comes down, my mileage comes down a little bit, but I don't taper the way that most people taper. I okay. do really well. Just, just keep you know, keep it going. But, uh, my mileage is a little bit lower right now just because coming off that injury, we've been like slowly building up. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm anywhere from like 70 to like 90 or so. Just, just Uh, 70, 90. What? Just 70 or 90. 
just just 70 to 90 but like going in like last year the marathon project i think i was rotating between 80 and 100 going into olympic trials it was somewhere between like 100 and 130 so it's come down a lot but the intensity is a lot more like i find i'm doing my like my daily runs like i don't try to run any certain pace but i see naturally that's gotten a lot faster because my legs are feeling a little fresher my long runs have been all and then my workouts have been awesome. So um, so we're really, you know, the long runs have been there. The time on feet's there. The long tempos are there. But, um, yeah, my mileage is a little bit less. But I kind of like it. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit nicer of a person. Huh, yeah. <laughs> a tiny bit more patient. Like, I do laundry a little bit more frequently when mm-hmm. I'm not doing as many miles. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I'm okay with it. So it's like, it seems like, it seems like it's a win-win for the, for the family. You feel better. Everybody is just happier. Um, I mean, that's good though. I mean, cause I've heard, I've heard a couple of different like professional athletes say like, you know, they were running, they did the miles that they felt like they were supposed to do. Um, you had success at it. So it's not like you didn't, it's like you weren't doing well, but then they brought their mileage down a little bit and it just, they just found like the sweet spot for them. Um, yeah. and I think that, I guess like me being um, like trying to get better myself and you just always feel like, oh, well, I'm not doing enough mileage because, you know, Kira's doing 120 miles a week. I, I, I'm only doing, you know, 30 or whatever it is. I should go. I should ramp up. But I just don't think that, you know, what do you think about like when people say like, you know, should they add mileage? You know, and everyone just- is so different. It's like it depends. Like it really, really depends. Yeah. And. You know, and I think there's a lot of different ways. I say this all the time. There's a lot of different ways to, like, climb the mountain. So, say, like, marathon training or race training is at the top of this mountain. There's so many different paths to, like, get up there. And I think some people go really high volume and really long tempos and a lot of, like, long runs. And I am kind of on the different spectrum where I work a lot on speed when I'm doing marathon training. Because if I can get down to running, like, 430s, that's going to make running four. 520s in a marathon that much easier so um so i do do a lot of speed in marathon training which um i think is a little bit different but um but that seems to be working yeah i mean then you've just ran you just ran two races recent like recently just two races right within the last what Mm -hmm. month and a half right i think i've done three 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 in the last and Mm -hmm. then you won how many of those three uh, two, two of the three. And then one of them you ran really, really well, but somebody else <laughs> ran it crazy, <laughs> crazy well. Like, in, in I, the, I, ran, I ran pretty good, but yeah. someone, uh, great, yeah. Yeah, I, like, as I read your post, and I'm like, because you, you, you PR'd or whatever, and it was just, like, crazy. And I, and I watched it on TV, I'm like, I don't even know how this little this little person is moving so much. Like, she's got to be, like, 4'10". She... She's five feet. I don't know. She was. I cooled down with her. Uh-huh. This is uh, Winnie Kalani. She is one of the nicest people. Yeah, she, she was. Cool. She was so nice. And it's funny because we ran by this like uh, group of dudes, and one guy had knew uh, someone that I knew in college or something. So it was like, "Hey, Kira, how'd the race go?" And I was like, "Oh man, like I ran good, but I got crushed, man." And they're like, "Oh, who beat you?" And I'm like, "Oh, some girl named Win." And she's like, "I'm right here. I can hear you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking." Don't about don't me. like don't. <laughs> 
took it to me in that race. But yeah, no, I mean that, and that's but that's dope though. Like, what? How do you feel about like you know that moment? Like, does that? I mean, you number one, you're like your caption was perfect, and you talked about it just like how like Kira would, you know. But like, <laughs> does that like what do you? What, what, how do you use that? You know, like because maybe not all of us are competing against somebody next to us, but like yeah. what happens when you run a good race and it's just not the result that you wanted? Yeah, well, I think like. For me, for that race, that was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I was I was happy with how I ran that day. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit of a gut check when, <laughs> when I got beat so bad, you know? And, like, she's my competition in the 5 and the 10K. So, you know, it definitely – I mean, I'm in more marathon. I know she's training a little bit for shorter stuff right now. Yeah. So once I get, like, a speed cycle, hopefully that's going to be a different story. But it's motivating for me. Like, I have work to do. That's my competition if I want to make, like, a USA team for Worlds on the track. So I got I have work to do for sure. Um, but I'm going to be patient and do it, you know, in the right way. So I'll get through this marathon cycle, and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll start getting some speed stuff and doing some stuff that are more, you know, 5K, 10K specific. And um, hopefully the next time we meet up, it will be a different story yeah 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 for sure for sure same story but uh, yeah. like a story <laughs> no no we gotta we gotta maybe maybe not like a full interview but we have to like do like a live or something like that after after houston um and yeah. then just talk about what what you know what's what's next for you um and so you ha- i watched this video the other day and it was about you know it was about the um the announcement uh for the olympic trials qualifying times and you probably get this question all the time now but i really liked um, like kind of how you worked through the process and talked to your husband about like you know how you felt about the new number, even though, you know, even though you're you're way past that that point, which is really cool that you're even like taking the time because you could have just been like, oh well, I'm glad I'm in, you know, I'm glad yeah. I'm faster than that. But what are your thoughts like on the new number? And just so if you're, if you're watching and you don't know, um, the the Olympic trials qualifying time for to to qualify for a woman to be in the in the trials was two forty five for the 20 the 2020 trials and then now they put it out that it's going to be 237 which is you know it's only eight minutes but that's huge so mm-hmm. could you just tell me like how you felt about it when it when you found out about it and why yeah i think i was on a plane to south carolina when they announced it so i got off the plane and i had a few like text messages and then i saw like you know just social media going crazy about it and like i didn't at first like i just didn't know what to feel mm-hmm. you know like it just didn't feel right i guess mm-hmm. and like i kind of slept on it and i talked to people the next day and like i I was in South Carolina, my husband went to home. So we had like, I think a brief conversation and like, I just, it took me a little bit to process that, you know? And like, it just felt, it, it hits me close to home mm-hmm. because like I was one of those people leading into 2020, like running my butt off to try to qualify yeah. at 245. And that like really spurred this comeback story of mine was having that goal that I was in a marathon. I ran 247 and I, like my first thought was I was two minutes off, like two minutes, like in a marathon, that's, that's not that much. And so that like was really encouraging to me to keep going and to train harder and like go like, that marathon before I ran that time, that was kind of just like a standalone marathon. Like I wasn't thinking I was on the beginning of this running journey. I just wanted to do a marathon and see if I could break three hours. And this is after like 
after a year and a half of pretty serious marathon training. I, the first two yeah. times I ran a marathon, I did not break three hours, just for the record. <laughs> I just I think... Ran- 349 was my first one 314 was my second one and then i got down to 247 but it really it it took like a carrot on a string that i thought i could get to like to get me Mm -hmm. going and then it like kind of opened up this whole can of worms and it got me training again Mm -hmm. and going again and it just kept me going but i don't know it like so it feels i'm a little far away. Like I think at the time when I ran two forty seven, if you had told me it was two thirty seven, I probably would have just been like, Peace. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm done. I broke three hours of the marathon. I'm yeah. good. Which like really it um is disheartening to me that other women might be feeling that right now. Yeah. Like just having that standard move. Because everyone had their eyes on the two forty five. And I guess like my advice for them is still go for 245 because it was for me i ran 247 and then i ran 244 and then i just thought what's next you know so Mm -hmm. my for those that were shooting for 245 still shoot for 245 Mm -hmm. and then when you break 245 what are you going to want to do next you're going to want to break 240 and Mm -hmm. then you're going to want to go under that so use that as natural progression i still think it's such a phenomenal goal to run 245 Mm -hmm. and i think when you hit that then you're going to want to just keep going and keep snowballing it more so um but i also know that like just women step up like when you put a challenge out there for women they step up so like i really want and I'm trying to encourage as many women that were on the bubble or felt like that 245 was obtainable yeah, just to keep yeah. going and go for it because I want to see another field like Atlanta. I know yeah, financially, that was crazy. USATF, yeah. I don't want to see that. They're like, hard. But like, it was so, like, I use the word electric when I think about that day because the streets were lined, everyone's there, friends and family. Yeah. And it was just a really special thing. And I think it was, like, really cool hearing about, like, just the stories of, like, the women's mm-hmm. field from, like, the pro athletes to the, like, realtor moms that had no idea how they got here. You, you, had, to, you had to throw yourself in there, huh? I, I knew it. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's, um, I understand. Like, I yeah. really, I truly see both sides of the argument. Yeah. I know that it's so hard for a host city to financially pay for yeah. that people and pay for a race and just i mean there was like over i don't know two to four hundred meters maybe i'm making that up of just water bottle tables you know that is a nightmare among itself you know but um but i don't know i think that's cool and i think when i think we're going to see a lot more than 83 or however many broke the 237 in 2020 i think we're going to see a whole lot more than 83 next time so yeah i'm rooting for us i hope we fill the people yeah no i just thought it was really cool and and um kind of showed what the type of person you know you are i'm not saying like you're not the only person that spoke up about it but it's just that you know like that it just because you would think i think one somebody commented i think maybe on your post or cities or maybe their Sidious mags um youtube channel and said oh kira's way under that she's fine you know and it wasn't that's not the point it was you know the point is that you know surprisingly you weren't you know, that was you, like, literally, like, a year and a half, like, two years, almost two years ago now, like, kind of con- trying to consider. In the chills. It, yeah. just, it hits home for me, so I feel like I can relate, and I feel just in my heart, like, it makes me tear up a little bit, just thinking, like, what life would know. be like. Yeah, what, what life would be like if they if they did this before. You know, like, cause yeah, like you said, everything would be different if 
if it was changed. And, you know, because I, I, someone uh, that I know who just, you know, who's working on the marathon and I think she's been running her first marathon, but she's actually had that, like, when, when that came out, she was like, dang, like, this is crazy, you know? And my thought was just, you know, number one, like, it's not like you have to qualify in 2022. You know, you do, you do have some run time, you know, like, pun intended. So you have some time to figure it out. Um, and like you said, if just if if your goal was to run 244 or 243 because you wanted to have whatever, um, then have that be the goal. Crush that goal and don't get too crazy because you don't want to stretch and reach and try to randomly you know ju- uh, drop your target by eight minutes because of some new number because you do have some time. You have a few marathon training blocks, I would think, to work on this. You know, so. Um, and I'm not even. I just said forget. It. I'm not even gonna try to qualify this time. But for the guys, I don't, you know, I'm not. I'm not interested. I, like I remember thinking this. Like when I, when I ran the 247, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna set out and I'm gonna yeah. try to qualify. I remember thinking like, what's the worst that happens? Like yeah. I don't qualify. Well, I've never qualified for Olympic trials before, and I'm doing okay. So yeah. I'm gonna be okay again if I don't qualify. You yeah. know. So. Like, I think, like, just the courage to, like, mm-hmm. go for it. And it is, like, you know, it is a big goal, and it's a reach goal. But I think just having the courage to be like, you know what? Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but it's sure going to be a hell of a ride along the way. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, just for all everybody that's watching, just keep pushing. Um, and, the, I mean, the good thing is, like, it does seem, like, really drastic. And it is. I mean, it's a big number. Like, when Boston announced that it was a seven-minute buffer for the October, you know, marathon, it was, like, people were just, like, you know, and I think that's actually probably why there's such a low number this year because people just said, "Forget it, I'm not even gonna apply. I only qualify by 30 seconds, and now everybody gets in." But yeah. um, I think that like it's just it is a shocking number. But then the good thing about it is it's not just a normal try to qualify for Boston thing. You have some year, you have at least a year and a half, two years before the the time is up. I don't even know when the last date is, but you got some time. So that's the good yeah. thing. The last, it's like through January of yeah. 2020. Yes. You have yes. how many? Uh, two years. Yeah. So. I've never been a math thing. You sell you sell houses, and I and I move cars. I so. was a math major, Were you? but I don't know anymore. Once I was pregnant with like my son, I forgot all math. It like immediately turned off. Like Dude. even like splits for running, I used to have all of that down as soon as I was pregnant. Like I don't know if it was pregnancy brain or what, but math is just. Is he good at math? He's great at math. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's wild i've heard like people like get like random like um allergies or like they lose an allergy because the kid takes it or whatever you literally lost <laughs> we lost math i used to, you used to be really good at math. like it's you like yeah, yeah I, I, like you look at your kid like i, I was smart before you <laughs> yeah yeah um he, okay and now, like, he'll, like, have a question. He'll come to ask me and be like, meh. Actually, Alexa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Alexa. He'll be like, Mom, how do you spell chaperone? Actually, you know what? Never mind. Alexa, how do you spell chaperone? Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll- yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that right now. Like, I'll 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 Google it first, and then I'll get back to you on that, Kara. Because I don't even know if I'd be able to spell it right now. So. Yeah. Going off in my background, spelling it for me. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Idea. Yeah. What? That's why. Alexa, yeah. When do you when do you ever have to actually write the word chaperone? I don't know, and I actually don't know why he wanted to know how to spell you might, that. Either. 
You might want to ask him. It's seven. Like, why do you need to know? How do you even know what a chaperone is? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Why do you want? To, yeah, why do you want to know what is was how to spell it? Like, uh, that's was he going on a field trip? I, uh, no, we don't have a field trip coming up. No. All right. Well, that's kind of weird. Um, all right. So what? <laughs> all right. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn on the comments again. Um, and see, you know what, how about this? No comments because we had weird people before. If you have any questions for Kira, um, there's a little bubble over there and it's, it says it has a question mark. You hit that question mark and I will ask your question as long as it's appropriate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Peach Runner 26.2 says, what's your favorite workout in this build so far? Ooh, that's really, really This one. Um, so in this particular build, mm -hmm. so I love like the first, like the couple first workouts I do in this, like the season are just like minutes and I kind of just do like fartlek runs mm -hmm. on, on my own. But then I get on and I do like 4,200s at, I don't know, goal 5k or 10k. I don't really know how 40, it's so many, but for whatever reason, <laughs> I really love doing it. But, um, Okay, let's think of a, of a real good workout, though. Um, it's not the, the 4,200? Like, most recently, I did, um, on what, Sunday, I did four times a mile, like, pretty fast, and then mm -hmm. three times 400, and that was really fun. I like doing that, and that was, like, a smaller volume than I usually do, so I could get a little more aggressive on the mile, so that was fun. Four times a mile, and then three times what? 400? 400, yeah. And so when you say fun, like, were you smiling during the interval? Oh. No, no. But it was fun to, like, say that I did it afterwards, oh, I guess. Yeah. Right. It didn't really feel that fun. But, yeah, yeah afterwards, happy that I did it. <laughs> so when you're, when, you're in, when you're in a workout or in a race and you – it's not fun. I mean, you know, it's fun after to say you did it. But, like, mm -hmm. in the moment when it's just, like, it's just terrible. Like, how, yeah. how do you continue to go? I have worked on this my whole life with running, and I feel like I finally figured it out because right. I've like I've gone through and it's like very personal for everyone, but mm -hmm. I've gone through multiple different mantras and I've gone through like little things, just like drop your arms or whatever. But the thing that gets me the most excited now is when I'm in like that embrace the suck, you know, just mm -hmm. when every, you want to stop, your mind's negotiating with your body to just like slow down and give up, and you're looking for like an out. Is like I tell myself, like, this is the moment that matters. Okay. How I work through this moment right here is how I'm going to work through a race, and it's how these races are going to go. And if I can learn just to, like, just work through this, I'm going to be a better runner. So when I get to that point now in races and workouts, I get, like, real excited because I feel like this is my opportunity to prove what kind of runner I'm going to be. And I like picture it when everything sucks. I picture these like big stake race moments where I yeah. want to be yeah. able to have something when I dig, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. that's like lately been super motivating for me. And like, yeah. um, I know I got to the point in the half marathon and I just like, you know, it's like your mind convinces your body that like, you really don't want this. Like I'm okay. If I'm yeah. slowing down, I don't really, that really wasn't what I wanted to do. And like, just like talking back to that voice and be like, no, I want this. Yeah, I yeah. want this really bad. And I'm going to work through this because I want it really bad. So I think just being prepared for that moment to come mm -hmm. and just being willing to like shut that voice up just to like and make them sit down and just, you know, yeah. you sit down in the corner. There's no spot for you here. I'm going to work through this. Right. But just giving that point, just being like, this is the, this is the moneymaker yeah. right here. This is, this is why I'm here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I think that like I have a different, like a slightly different one. Like it's about the same, but when in a race, I'll like you know, this is what I train for. You know, this is, I mean, because you like the kind of like you think that you train for. You you think you train you you do a whole marathon training block too, like to make the marathon easier. But you really do that whole thing so that when it's really crazy tough, you're still able to continue. You're ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we do pretty similar things. That's good. Um, well, that means I'm going to be, I'm going to beat you soon. So get ready. Yeah, the on, man. Get. I feel like, kick me. If we all have to drop you before we get the last like 200, I uh, don't want to be with you, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I'll maybe, I'll maybe bring some like Oreos and toss them on the ground to sidetrack you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, Cadman6 says what are some of the things you do to help your recovery process Cadman6 so I sleep a lot well not a lot I sleep I feel like a normal amount mm. but like to me the biggest thing you can do for recovery is sleep so I really am pretty good about sleeping I feel like I'm up late right now but that, that's okay no, that, no. alright I try, get, I try to get to bed around 10, but so sleep's right. the biggest thing. I have those like Normatec lay sleeves that I feel mm-hmm. like just fluff everything out and that really helps. Um, I'm also like nutrition for me, like after I finish a run or a workout, it's like real important for me to get like things in my body quickly to like recover. So if it's like a normal run, usually I'll drink like a coconut right after, coconut water right after, mm-hmm. or if it's um, like a hard workout. I have like my recovery drinks and everything that just refuel me real quick. Um, so I, I'm like very on with like nutrition and make sure I'm getting enough. And then I get weekly massages and I do, um, PT at least twice a week. And I'm very active with like the prehab stuff just to keep everything activating. So hopefully I don't get that, um, sore from these workouts, but um, that's, that's a great, it's a great question. There's a lot, there's a lot that can be done when you're not. Right. Right. Um, another question. Um, let's see. So, uh, Matt, uh, says meet the childs. Uh, okay. So you, I know you're super busy, but do you have any plans to host a woman's running clinic or camp? Oh, that's awesome. Um, I would love to be involved. I don't have the bandwidth to host, but I would love to show up to one. So I know my buddy over at Endeavor Run is, I think he has some things in the works with um, some women camps and stuff. So um, we can look into that. But yeah, I'd be here for it. I like, especially in Richmond, like if any sort of like school programs, like, hey, Kira, we have a bunch of fourth graders trained for a 5K, like they could use some inspiration. I'm like, I'll be there. You know, so I love like being part of the running community and building people up. So, um, yeah, if you know of one, yeah, I'll show up. (laughs) You're like, yeah, find one and I'm there. (laughs) Fight me, man. I'm not going to do any like the planning stuff, but I could be there. Exactly, right? Just, I can show up for sure. Um, all right. And then, um, this is another peach tree, uh, peach runner, 26.2, uh, 26.2 means marathon. If you didn't know that care. Um, I heard on, I heard on more than a running pod, uh, pod that you might consider going after the American record at Houston. Have you made a decision? You know, I am going to go through one more training cycle. I go in like four week block. Mm-hmm. So I have pretty much a four week block before Houston plus like a regeneration week. And, um, I think depending on how everything goes, we'll know the pace, but for any race that I've done, I haven't known the pace I'm going to run until like the week leading into it. Like mm-hmm. even for the half marathon that we just did together, 
um, I didn't know the pace I was going to run until like maybe a day or two beforehand. So, um, so when we get to the week of January 10th and we look at how the workouts been going and we'll look at where we think we are. Um, if I'm anywhere near the American record pace, I'm going to go for it. Um, but we'll see, like, I'm pretty confident right now I'm in sub 222 shape. Um, and if I think if I can get close to like two, 20 shape then i will definitely be going for 219 to try to try to get it but Mm -hmm. so we'll see we'll see so i think right now it's just staying healthy and keeping the training consistent i don't think i need to do anything crazy but um i don't know but that'd be be cool it'd be cool man i'd hate to be like i'd hate to be like around you in an open house you're pretty competitive um i'm Competitive. It was like board games. Actually, this is how much I love my kids. I've learned to play board games with my kids and not win. Oh no, that's not happening. I'm trying. I I'm have trying done that. I have never done that in my whole life until I have kids that I love so much. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't need to win everything. I no. can. Uh, <laughs> I can. Uh, I can just play like half uh, half ass right now. No. I'm 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 way too petty for that. I'm I am i am going to win. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you how I won. I'm gonna tell you why I won. I'm doing the whole thing. I, I'm teaching you a lesson. I'm taking you to school, yeah, kid. This is this is I you know, life is hard. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going all the way. Um card games, anything, sure. I don't even wanna play, but if you're gonna get me to play, I'm gonna beat you. Uh <laughs> All right, so uh, something kind of light. We're talking about family now. Our Chris Coates says, "What's the next family best of?" Think you should do a snack. Do you should do snack cakes? Ooh, I'm writing this down. That's a good idea. Snack cakes. I really want to do like a holiday theme one, yeah. but I just haven't quite landed on what that is yet. So I know there's like a lot of like Christmas cookies, but would that mean I'd have to make all the Christmas cookies? Like, do they? Well, no, I think they got to sell like some type of Christmas cookie. But then, so if you did a Christmas cookie thing, right, then you could, I don't know how loud I am right now in your house, but then you could decide which cookies you leave for Santa. Oh, that's, so the winning cookie is the the cookie cookie that gets left for Santa. Yeah. Because how would we know what the best cookie to leave for Santa unless we did? Well, we, no, yeah, well, you got to, yeah, you got to do. Or leave Santa the leftovers that nobody wants. <laughs> this is a bunch of just random, <laughs> like, discarded things. Like, and everything else, the gingerbread, whatever doesn't get consumed in the bracket. I like, like, I feel like there's something there with, like, the Christmas desserts. Yeah. You know? So... Maybe we will. I think it would be funny too if we all had like funny Christmas hats and tacky sweaters and stuff. Yeah. So during yeah during the yeah you gotta you gotta go all the way out though. Gotta start this soon though, cause this like cause have we got we'd have to be done before we have like just over a week. Are you, are you doing? Have you done Christmas shopping? Are you done? Yeah, I, uh, we'll get like a fifty fifty. Right. I need to like go through like I have boxes that I haven't opened yet, so I need okay. to go through like take inventory and then figure out where we are but um, yeah i really like this christmas i think there's something the christmas desserts christmas yeah maybe just christmas desserts because when you put candy canes in there too candy canes would have to be right they're like a christmas like christmas sweets or something yeah yeah yeah. okay let's make a quick list here right here while we're having this great like brain trust session okay so so i'm i'm opening up i'm gonna open up comments for a second if you got christmas treats that you um Christmas, let's ramble off. 
Oh, they're still doing the first thing. Oh, that, that's that's because that's old. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. okay. Christmas <laughs> treats. Christmas treats, guys. Gingerbread. We got twenty-something people in here. Throw in, throw in your 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 Christmas treats. Um, or favorite? Oh, like oh, the chocolate pretzels, like the pretzels dipped in chocolate. Do you guys do that? Is that no? I'm not. I'm not a sweets guy, so like I'm not. I'm. I can't help you here. Only sweets that I that I eat is 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 Oreos. Okay. Or Oreos. Oh, are good, and, Cl- and Cliff bars apparently. Cliff bars are sweet. Yeah. Reese's. Reese's oh. trees. You know what? And this would be awesome because I got really raked over the fire with that um, sugar cookies. Yeah. In the grandstand. Tuna. Sugar. Tuna. Good. Tuna sandwich. Tony. Sandwich. Sl- Who Tony is slugs. That? Slugs. Who invited him? Tony slugs comes with tuna sandwich. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's Christmas, Christmas treats. Tuna sandwich. Full disclaimer: Tony slugs is my husband. Oh. <laughs> I oh yeah, there we go. I forgot. Okay. Tuna sandwich guy. Reese's trees. Okay, so Tony Slugs, do you like this Christmas treats idea? Can you show up? Oh, chocolate truffles. My mom, Leanne Zero Zero Zero, makes the best Christmas candies. Okay. I will have to add Leanne's Christmas candies. Moose, and- Moose Munch. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I don't that, even know there's like twenty five names for that. They call it like um the um I've heard it. Oh my goodness! There's like 25 names for Moose Munch, but I'm gonna write that down too. 25. That's I, I'm so out of the loop with this this whole sweets Christmas thing. I mean, it's like X Mix with tons of like chocolate and powdered sugar and stuff. Yeah. So so like, am I out? Like since I'm I'm oh. ve- I'm vegan or whatever. So like, so oh. randomly we had to figure out a way one time. Like they're like, well maybe you should leave, you know, vegan cookies too. You know, for for Santa. So like we had these vegan cookies, and then then I got to be a part of the process. Now, maybe Mrs. Claus, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, yeah. Or doodles. That's a really good one too. Oh, and the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kiss on top. That's really good. Plus one on the Moose Munch with the with the tuna. Okay. <laughs> Who invited him, man? Who invited that guy? Cornflake oh. wreaths. Okay, huh. Snickers. Did Snicker you see doodles. that one from Gary as a runner? Cornflake wreaths. What is that? You make uh, that. Really good. I did. Um, you make it yourself. Did I do cornflakes or like the uh, rice krispie treats? I guess cornflake wreath. I'm gonna write that down. Look that up too, because that mm-hmm. sounds really good. Cornflakes wreath. Okay. I think this is the this is. Oh, it's cookies. I didn't even know this. That 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 can't be healthy. That, that be healthy. sounds delicious. Though. My kids. <laughs> She's really- like, I, it sounds great. I think that we should have just said, forget all this talk about like running and like positive stuff. We could have just done this. This is awesome. You I really just, like. Okay, so I have. What? I think you should have, post something. I think you should post a story. Coffee or peppermint bark. That's really good. Homemade coffee. marshmallows. This is that's so intense. Homemade marshmallows. That's so intense. Like that has to be amazing, but it seems like it's really tough. Or easy. Oh, should we do like what's it called the um, fruit cake? What's that like joke on Christmas where they make the fruit cake? I don't know. People really like fruit cake. Maybe yeah, I should be saying that's with the fruit on top. Peppermint bark. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. See, like, yeah, like this is if we if you somebody said no one said Oreos yet. Isn't that a Christmas thing? They have Christmas Oreos, don't they? Okay, I want to tell something about Oreos, but knowing that my husband's in this chat, I cannot. I cannot say it. Buckeyes. Wow. What are Buckeyes? 
Are Buckeyes still with the Reese's Wait, or why, the kiss in the middle? I want to hear the I want to hear the Oreos thing. Husband, hang up. Oh no! I'll tell you later. I'll oh. tell you later. But I got some Oreos coming in hot for Christmas. Uh oh. Um. All right. All well, right. I think I well, got like ten or whatever. 12, which I really need. Oh, she said Oreos are bomb. So, yeah. Peach, um, Peach Runner is um, the homie. Maybe they got to have like, a Christmas-flavored Oreo right now. Okay. So, we have a lot. We have a good list, guys. Way to, way to help me brainstorm. I really appreciate that. All right. So, I, so yeah. I just want to say that you're supposed to be in bed. Um, so am I. Um, but I really do appreciate you coming back on the show. I love watching you you race. I love following you and hearing your the way you go about all this stuff. I love watching your family do their thing. Um, although, like, half the stuff I probably will never touch. But I just like the concept. You make me feel like a bad parent, and I appreciate that, right? Okay. No, 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 no. no. no I'm just saying. All I'm just parents saying. are just doing the best we can, you know? Yeah, I get it. Hey, if- an apples challenge did you see our apple challenge you would have really liked that well i mean yeah i guess i would have liked that but then at the same time i don't even know the last time i had an apple you don't like apples no i don't it's weird like okay, I mean, what do you eat should we go through yeah, maybe this is this, another like this, eating and circles that would be a whole nother <laughs> podcast that we'll have to talk. yeah yeah we just sit and like talk about what we do and don't eat um <laughs> like i'm like more like a whole foods thing you know like i want like a meal you know yeah. i've always been like that but then as soon as i got found out that oreos were vegan i went a little crazy and in the, the i my wife like hides them from me like she has to like put them in spots because i'll eat them all oh yeah i have i have like with my husband if the bag is open and now he's in here i can i'm not talking behind his back i'm talking yeah. about him <laughs> but if as soon as the bag is open my house it is gone yeah. so if i want to up something that's mine i have to hide it strategically around the house so call him the garbage man because he just cleans up did you did you ever put peanut butter on the oreo though like i said i don't think so my memory is not very good <laughs> no you got it so you just you just take the oreo and you take a knife put it in the peanut butter and put it on it and just eat it i promise you promise i will you. do I'm making it. I'm writing it down. Writing it down this time. Peanut butter on top. Leave, of... leave that for Santa, and Santa will probably not leave. You'll wake up in the morning. He'll still be there. <laughs> Actually, this is so like when my daughter, like she's five now, and she's grown out of this a little bit. But when she first learned about Santa, she's like, "Wait, so while we're sleeping, <laughs> a man is gonna break into our house? Like, what if he takes our stuff?" <laughs> Like, no, no, no. He, he leaves stuff. He oh leaves presents. Like, no, I'm good. Let's yeah. just keep the door off. We're good. We don't need that. And, like, after Christmas for, like, months, she would ask, like, so is anyone coming, like, while I'm sleeping tonight? I just want to confirm there's no, like, other, like, you know, mystical being coming while I'm sleeping. But Yeah, I know. It is. Like, what if, yeah, what if Santa, like, what, fell on bad times? And, right. And you, and you left your watch sitting up. <laughs> I actually think it's totally rational that she's thinking that. Okay, I'm we proud have a question. DJ, what flavor Oreos do you put your peanut butter on? Just the normal one. The normal. Not or, the, normal or double stuffed, but no like flavor. You know, none of the thin mints. Huh? Mega stuff? No mega stuff. We talked about this. Mega stuff is <laughs> over the top. We, mega <laughs> stuffed is just like. You know, like some things are just should be left alone. Double stuffed was they should stop there. Mega stuff is just, I don't even. It's not even a cookie anymore. It's like a, it's a, it's something else. 
Yeah, so okay. normal. normal. Hey, I'm giving you a mission, though. I want you to go above and beyond this, and I want you to stick it to Tommy. And Forgot to mention that uh, the episode got cut off, and that's not my fault. Uh, it probably is. But hopefully you loved the episode. Uh, we did go a little farther into these deep conversations, so you really want to check that out. She did challenge people to uh, give me a hard time, so you might want to go to at the run eat sleep show on instagram watch the actual video or just skip towards the end and watch what she said at the end if you are interested sorry about the cutoff there um hope you still uh like us uh subscribe to this channel it helps me tremendously also uh share with a friend also follow the run eat sleep show on instagram that helps me as well so keep doing that and i'll keep trying to get good guests and i'm going to be caught up very soon with all the episodes and we have really good guests coming up so bear with me and stay tuned peace out